Hello everyone and thank you for joining me, Courtney, on my podcast with 100% Real with Courtney, where we talk about everything from motherhood to fatherhood, how-tos and what-not-to-dos. Thank you for joining me and enjoy this ride. Hello? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. All right, Samantha, tell us your story. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so my name is Samantha, and I am 31 years old now. I am hearing impaired. So I basically was born deaf. Um, we actually, my parents don't even know what the reason, but um, yeah, I was born deaf. Um, they didn't know. Um, so I was about maybe six months old. Ooh. What happened was I'm a twin. Just, I'm a twin as well. Ooh. Yes. So um, my great grandmother had me and my twin sister together, and she had like a rattle. Mm-hmm. She noticed that my twin sister was looking at my great grandmother, but I wasn't. Okay. So she started to realize, hmm, why Smith is not looking at me? And then she told my mother, like, oh, I think there's something wrong with Samantha. And uh, so my mom took me to the doctor, and she found out that I'm deaf. Ouch. Yes, and then I'd be wearing um, hearing aids mm-hmm. until when I was 10 years old. Um, I got my very first cochlear implant. What's a, if you don't mind me asking, what's a cochlear implant? It's um, so I had an operation for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's like a magnetic inside my head connected oh. to the other magnetic on top of my head. Okay, so this is internal, right? Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a higher um, technology. Okay. Yeah. And you had the surgery at 10? Yeah. Okay. I did. Yes. Okay. I did. Um, I only got one side of my ear. Mm-hmm. I, I was supposed to get both sides, but I didn't because when I was 10 years old, I didn't want, I was just embarrassed having a cochlear implant. I was mm-hmm. just embarrassed wearing hearing aids as, as well. Okay. Um, so I had about 10, um, I wasn't embarrassed. Would, would you, would you, would you get picked on at school a lot? Sorry? Would you get picked on? Would the children at school pick on you a lot? You know what? No, I didn't because I have a twin sister. Okay. So she was always around me. Um, I actually did have good friends. Okay. So they were very nice to me. I actually didn't have an issue with that. It was just kind of like, you know, all my friends don't have a hearing problem. Um, but I do. I was just having a lot of trouble understanding my friends because okay. they're talking so fast. I could never really understand them. Okay. Right. And um, no, they were pretty good. I never got picked on. That's good. Good friends in my life. That's good. That makes me so happy. That's yeah. so good. I know it can be hard with the others too, and that makes me really sad. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't have to say that I'm very grateful for my twin sister. Oh. Yeah. So she really didn't help me with that. Um. Yeah. You know, 
being in here, it actually really um make me feel like self-conscious about my life, you know. I thought, oh, I'm never gonna have a boyfriend, I'm never gonna, you know, have a family, have kids. But this is when I was like a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. But honestly, I am so grateful that I do have a family. I um I actually met my husband Daniel when I was 15 years old. They've been getting started dating until 20 years old. Wow. So he was literally in front of me the entire time. So I'm really grateful for that. We have a beautiful daughter. She's three years old. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, we were just so excited. I was actually... Um, nervous is my first child was going to be hearing impaired. Okay. And uh, is is there a higher chance when you're hearing impaired that your child will come out as well? Uh, I, I actually was told by the doctor it was, it was um, 50% chance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it turned out to be she's not hearing impaired. Okay. So it was just great. Um, but I, it was going through the my, uh, back of my hand oh you know what if if my child's deaf what can I do to make sure that you know my child has everything she needs to make sure that she's comfortable with her hearing because I was a little self-conscious mm-hmm. I was yep. so nervous I uh, I didn't even get to start talking until when I was in kindergarten so it was really hard for me and you wanted to make sure that you how would you if she was born with a hearing impairment how would you make it comfortable for her to make her realize don't be self-conscious don't you know it doesn't define you right yeah right because I I um I was actually thinking about this like not too long ago how I used to have my hair down all the time because I didn't want anybody to see my cochlear implant that mm-hmm. hearing impairment right mm-hmm. now I don't care Good for you, girl. Yeah. Good for you. That's beautiful. And you know what? That- it actually brings more people. I have um, every time I go to the mall or shopping, I have people mm-hmm. come up to me and ask me questions about my hearing because they have a child of their own and they want to know more about my story. Oh, see? Yeah. See, that's beautiful. That makes me so happy that society can do that that we can do that as people to look at another and help each other right hey, that girl has a story that I'm going through what's it like for my child in the long run what did she do to help herself right yeah like that that's very strong of you that's amazing yes that is very amazing right uh, yeah I'm very happy that everything's going really well with my life how was it for you like work-wise like um what if you don't mind me asking what do you do for work so I am early childhood educator oh wow I used to work um in daycares Mm -hmm. for many years and then um my parents pushed me really really hard to get into the school board Mm -hmm. so I'm actually an early childhood educator at the in kindergarten classroom oh that's amazing yes power so, to you girl <laughs> yeah thank you so you know I'm really happy for that I'm really glad my parents pushed me because I, they literally pushed me 
my child is like telling me that I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So this is good. I have a, a really good job. I That's love good. my job. The teachers, the staff members are wonderful. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Did you have, were there any obstacles that you had to face while growing up or working or going for job interviews? Like, did anybody use your hearing impairment as a reason maybe not to hire you or not to, or, you know, were, you know, people skeptical? Did you ever experience that? You know what? No. Um, It's funny because the first thing I tell them when I go for the interview, I say, I just want to let you know that I'm a hearing parent, so um, I apologize in advance if um, if I'm not speaking clearly or if I can't understand the question. Mm-hmm. They, they're like, oh, no, that's great. Thank you for letting me know. And I always get hired. That's example. perfect. So it's actually kind of nice. Um, I don't know. I don't, it's actually really nice. So I'm very lucky that yes. I didn't have it really an issue. Okay. Yeah. You know, that you are, like, that's amazing. That makes me so happy. Like, so, so happy. Because these days, you know, it's either you go into a job interview or you go somewhere and you meet someone. It's either they understand mm-hmm. who you are or they don't or they pick on the littlest things. And society, it's a hard world out there. It and is. It is such a hard world. So it makes me so happy to know that you have the support, especially if your parents, your husband, your daughter, like, you know, it's hard. It is hard out there. It is very hard. And I've seen a lot of things on Facebook with the um, deaf community on Sunken with, And mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, like, why are people being rude? Yeah, I've, I've heard some... That I'm grateful for, right? I've heard some stories that I'm just like, what the heck? We are all humans. Mm-hmm. All of us should be given the same chances as everybody else. We are all humans and we are all people and we just want to live life no matter what we came with, no matter what, you know, what we were born with, you know, like it's, it's a hard world out there. And, you know, you want to make it as positive as possible for yourself and for your family. But it's good that you've had such a positive experience. How, how was it after you had your, your baby? So you, you found out that, okay, she didn't, she wasn't born with a hearing impairment. Were there any obstacles on becoming a mom as the first time? Um, you know what? No, I, um, the only biggest fear was, um, I need my sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, I cannot sleep with my cochlear implant. This is, I will be able to get in sleep. So I, you know, I've been looking online to see, you know, if there's any kind of um, equipment that I can use. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find anything until my daughter was born. My husband found this. I actually couldn't find out what it's called. It's so basically, what it is, it's like an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Is I have this wire that I go to underneath my pillow. Mm-hmm. And my daughter has an outlet in her bedroom that gets plugged into the wall. Mm-hmm. So when she cries, my my pillow starts shaking. Oh, wow. So that tells so me. So it sends you like a little vibrating buzz under the pillow. 
Right, exactly. I was told not to use that word, but yeah. It's oh, a, it's a vibrator. <laughs> no, you can use any word on here. Don't worry. You can use <laughs> vibrate, shim- shiver. <laughs> you can use anything on here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's obviously the best thing ever. I was able to get some sleep. So I was so happy not to have to worry about my child crying. So you couldn't sleep with the the sorry if I pronounce it incorrectly the cochlear 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 uh implant you can't sleep with it I can sleep with it it's not comfortable oh okay okay. so when I lie down on my head with the cochlear implant it makes a lot of my static noise because you're constantly moving oh yeah um I like my peace and quiet of course and mama needs her sleep mommies need to sleep (laughs) Mm-hmm. that's right motherhood is dreaming so we need our sleep so that's good you have that like yeah that's amazing yeah that's amazing so and how about um now so what do you what are you doing now so you've come on this journey you have the I can't, i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing it right again the cochlear implant yes and do you go to, how often do you go to the doctor? What are they saying? Like, wh- was there any cause behind it? Um, for me to be deaf? Yes. Um, you know what? No, there isn't, there's no reason. Um, we have, there's no hearing um, impaired in my, my family's. Mm-hmm. My mom thinks that um, when I was first born, mm-hmm. I turned um, purple. Okay. And my mom called the doctor and she's like, she's not breathing. She's not breathing. She's turning purple. So my mom thinks that um, when I lost oxygen, my ear burst. Okay. That just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That just gave me goosebumps. Yeah. So that's what she thinks it happened because she saw it right there. She said it was a terrible experience for her. Um, But I mean, I could be wrong. It may not be the reason. Yeah, no, but you're just saying. So, but that's what my mom thinks. When when you're in a room, I think I've seen you at a, a party a couple of times. I think I've seen you around. Well, because of Melissa, right? Yes, I think I've yeah. seen you around. I, I went through your Instagram like, oh, I remember her. Okay, when you're in a room full of, people and it's too loud is it too much for you um no no I um I, I actually didn't tell you about this so when I'm in a loud room I can actually read people's lips oh that's amazing yeah so if I can't hear the person I could just read the lips. that <laughs> is amazing wow yeah. and did you learn that you just how how did you learn to read the lips like um did you, did, like, were there, was there a class that you took or did a therapist teach you? No, um, no, that's a good question. No, I just uh, learned it for myself. I, uh, no, that's a good question. That is amazing. I think that's a lot of deaf people can read lips, though. Okay. I don't know how, but we just know how to read lips. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. I cannot believe like I will sit in a room you know we're in a room with a bunch of people I've been in the same room as you I remember now I'm now like I was going through your Instagram before I spoke to you on the phone (laughs) and I was like let me get to know her a little bit yeah 
And I was like, oh my goodness, I've been in the same room. And it's amazing how we don't, we're all in the same room. We don't know what's going on in anybody's lives, right? Like we look at that person, we're like, oh, okay, that must be Melissa's friend or so-and-so's friend or whatever, or family. Right. You carry this glow and this smile. Like, amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Like, you know, sometimes you, you look at people and you're like, oh, they look a little sad or, and you know, you, the hearing impairment, it's not something bad, but it's something that you, you have, you deal with, right? It's part of our lives. It's something we deal with and you glow. Uh, You glow. Like, I don't know your story. I don't like (laughs) when we were talking earlier today, I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't know that. Like, (laughs) I had no clue. You the way you portray yourself and the way you're so positive, like even just talking to you, I was just like, whoa, look at her go. Oh, thank you. And thank that's, you. and that's motivation. Yes. yes that yes. is motivation. And, you know, when we're out somewhere and the fact that you've had so many positive experiences, and then I read people who had negative experiences, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, for example, I'm going to give you an example that happened with me. When I was younger, I used to work at Metro. Okay. And we had a guy who was the cart. He did the carts, you know, the grocery carts. He would collect them in the parking lot. Right. He had Down syndrome. Okay. So every time he'd see us, he'd be like, hey, and he would say repeatedly, he would have conversations with um, customers in the parking lot. And I remember one customer, he came to my lane and he's like, you know, your cart guy, your cart guy out there, all he does is. I'm going to swear, but he's like, all he does is fuck off on the job and just conversate out there. And I looked Uh at him and I was 16 and I remember looking at him and then looking out the window because I could see into the parking lot and seeing him with his head down, pushing a cart. And I looked at the customer and I'm like, you know, sometimes we are what makes his day because we don't know what goes on at home. I came to find out he was in a group home. So his parents had given him up. And he was just passed around from foster family, from foster family. So he didn't have no home. So talking to people outside the home Um, was what made his day. Right. But I saw it in him. Like he had his shoulders down whenever there wasn't someone talking to him. But the minute he, I'd go in and out of work or he'd come and bring the cart. He'd come by my couch be like, hi, Courtney, five million times. And five million times I'd be like, hey, so-and-so, hey, so-and-so. Like it doesn't hurt to just be kind to others. Right, exactly. I agree. I actually um, have another story. One time I went to Walmart, I think it was about four years ago. Mm-hmm. I went to go pick up some pictures that I developed. Mm-hmm. I was in line and the guy who's behind the counter that he works at the photo center, um, he was he was um, talking, but I can tell he was talking Differently, and he was also using sign language. I'm like, oh, he's probably hearing him. Mm-hmm. He was talking to the customer, and the custom customer was being very rude. She was like, "What are you doing? I need to. I need my picture. Why can you not understand me?" And then, so he was trying to talk to her. I can see that he was like so nervous. He doesn't know what to do. So he got a piece of paper and pen. He was trying to explain that he's a hearing parent. Can you write it down what you want? And then I'll find the photos. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
Now I'm not going to do that. What the yeah, hell? So I stuck in and I said, "Look, he's just trying, he's hearing impaired. He's just wanting you to write it down what you want, so you can get it for you. Because if you tell him in person, he doesn't, he can't understand you." Mm-hmm. So I was, and I told him, "I'm like, he needs to be nice. Like he's trying to find a different way to communicate with you, but you're not accepting it." Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the guy that works at the phone center. How you know? People could be rude sometimes. Yeah. And he was really happy that I'd step in and, you know, help him, talking to the lady. And we just talked about our lives. He was asking me questions about my cocaine plants. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. And then I actually saw him at Walmart not too long ago. And you mm-hmm. think, like, hey, yeah. Like, me, right? So we got to be kind to anybody, yeah. no matter what they are. No matter what. Like, when we're out somewhere, I'm very, like, um, people say I have a really bad bitch face. Like, they're like, you always look so mean. Wow. And so when I'm out in public and if someone says hi to me, I say it hi back. I'm not one to be like, hey, everybody, hey. I'll smile at people. Right. But you, you And you never know when your smile could change somebody. Never. Sometimes people just need that smile. Sometimes they just... Yeah need that oh there's hope in this world you know exactly. and that was another thing me and my daughter went for a walk maybe a month ago mm-hmm. you know this whole COVID-19 feel, people are feeling a little depressed sad so mm-hmm. me so one one time my daughter was walking across the street with me she started waving to people Amazing. While, while people were waiting at the at the light, mm-hmm. like waving at them, and you could see the people in the cars were smiling, and they waved back at yeah. her. So you know that—that's like, oh. amazing. That is amazing, right? And and that's what we gotta do. We gotta teach these young generations and these young little ones because they're the future. Once right. we're not here, all we can do is shape and form them. And that's what I tell my son too. I'm like, when si- someone smiles at him, he's very shy. He gets like, he puts his head down and I'm like, you can smile back. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Always smile back. Even when I go drop him off at school and you know, I see like his school's amazing. The teachers are amazing. But when, you know, there's a bus that comes with children with disability and I see them get off the bus and I see them go on the bus first. When I pick them up from school, they're always the first bus to come. Right. And these kids come out with such personalities, such personality, like they're smiling. You know, one oh. has a has a plastic. I, I'm not gonna say it's. A, I'm not sure if it's called prostate leg. Mm, I'm, sure, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't want to say prostate if it's not prostate. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she had. You know, one has a limp in her leg. One has a learning disability, or one has a behavioral. Uh, disability and I see them come out and they're all smiling and I'm like if these <laughs> little guys can smile why can't us adults all the gloomy parents who are standing there miserable waiting for their kids to come out let's all smile at each other let's yeah. all look at each other and just be you know we never know what another person's going through right and yeah. I and I had the same situation at Wonderland and I feel horrible about it horrible but I remember I went to a fear fest and they had this, um, it's like their Halloween scary thing. And oh. I'm, I'm, I don't even wear underwear because I'll shit, them, I'll shit in them because I get so scared. Like, I'm <laughs> like, I need a diaper. But I'll be at Wonderland. I was at Wonderland this one time and there was a guy who was getting a shovel and he was scraping it across, across the concrete and was making a loud 
sound. And they had these fake tombstones. And I was sitting on it waiting for my husband to come out of the washroom. So this is my first year going with my husband. And I'm like, I ain't going to pretend I'm brave. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching this guy come closer and coming closer. But I didn't know that there was somebody sitting beside me with hearing uh, with a hearing impairment. But she put her hands over her ears and she was like too loud, too loud. And she was saying it, but I couldn't hear her too well. Uh, And he's coming closer with the shovel. And I just looked over at her and I'm like, are you okay?" She had to be young. Like, I'm going to say 16. Okay. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, it's too loud. It's too loud. It's too loud. And then that's when I saw she had a hearing aid in. It was yeah. a brown one. Yeah. And I was like, it's too loud. And I like, he kept coming closer. And I remember putting my hand over her ear to like sort of block the sound because she was doing it. So I put my hand like over and I like pushed him. And I was like, stop. Like I got so mad. And the guy looked at me and he was like, sorry. And he put his hand on her. And he's like, sorry, sorry. And I kept pointing to her ear. And I snapped on the guy, but he didn't know himself. Yeah. And he's like, it's so dark. It's hard to see. And then as I was walking away, I heard him say to one of, I guess, the park people came to talk to him or ask what happened. And they actually told him he, uh, he sorry, he said to them, he's like, well, we shouldn't let people in like uh, like that in. And I was like, like what? Wow. Right. I was like, like what? He's like, it's loud here. And I'm like, like what? You're telling me they're supposed to sit on their couch and watch a commercial of this and not want to go because of this? Right, right, no. No, they should be able to experience it. She was saying it's too loud, too loud. She probably like felt nervous or scared or whatever. She's, she was sitting there by herself. I don't know because I was waiting outside the washrooms and that's where we were both sitting outside in front of the washrooms. Yeah. So I'm assuming she was waiting for someone to come out. And I'm like, she's here alone. What do you mean like that? So... Wow. You know, it, it made me so freaking sad. Like, yeah. you were apologetic to her face the minute you walked away. You did that. Like that. What's like that? How are we're all human? We're all the same. We have feelings too, right? Right. Exactly. That breaks my heart. I know. That breaks my heart. And I'm so glad that your daughter, you know, waves at people and smiles and yeah she she's a sweetheart i just gotta keep keep doing it <laughs> my daughter is still awake <laughs> mine too you don't hear him in the background <laughs> running around he's like he's like, where's mom where is mom i don't know it's 10 o'clock at night go find dad <laughs> <laughs> she's she's smiling at me right now <laughs> can i ask you a question if you don't want to answer it that's fine but um does your daughter ask about your hearing impairment hmm Actually, she um she she is aware of it. Okay. Um, she knows that I don't wear my cochlear implants to bed. Okay. Um, so when I wake up in the morning, um, she's trying to wake me up. She's like, "Mom, mom." I'm like, "Sophia, like, why are you getting up so early?" <laughs> she gets off the bed and she gives me my cochlear implant. That's amazing. You think, mommy, put them on. You yeah. Need, you need to be here. <laughs> Start your day, mom. Let's go. <laughs> Bye. Like, come on. You need yeah, to... she, um, she's aware of it. Okay. Um, sometimes she'll, like, move my face to make sure that I'm looking at her when I'm talking because she likes when I'm looking at her. No, she's aware of it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, if you could give advice to anyone who may have a hearing impairment or any other things that we don't know, what would your advice be? 
Sorry, can you say that again? Sure. If what would your advice be for anybody that may be going through a here uh, through the same thing, or a parent who has a child going through it? What would be if I came to you as a parent said, "Listen, Samantha, I need advice." What would your advice be for me? Um, honestly, I had a lot of help when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I would advise them to get lots of help because I had um speech language I had um EA all my life mm-hmm. I actually know that right now it is hard to get EA in the school mm-hmm. so I would just tell the parents keep fighting keep fighting for your kids get all the support that you need because and start young mm-hmm. always start at young age because it will make a huge difference in their lives when they get older that's okay. for sure because I know my mom I'm so grateful for her. She literally worked so hard for me. Um, she actually told me that she had like alphabet um, letters. She basically had like a classroom in the kitchen. Good, good, yes. So I would just um, just get give your child everything they need at a young age okay. and try to help them, push them, talk to them, make them feel good about themselves. You oh, know? yeah. Some people, some kids might feel some conscious about the hearing, mm-hmm. hearing aid or cochlear implants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and give them lots of love for sure. I re- <laughs> I remember my mom. She has a hearing aid. She's fifty. Oh. oh my gosh, how old is my mom? Fifty something. <laughs> She's in between fifty and fifty five. I'm so bad with. I I can remember birthdays. I can't remember people's ages. But um, when she went, so she had benign. Uh, tumors growing in her ears. So it started with her left ear. Okay. She had a surgery and she had 90% hearing loss in her left ear. And then her right ear was the same thing. She had to go through surgery. So finally, um, when they, like, I felt so bad because we would get impatient with her. She would never explain to us um, what, like, she'd be like, I just can't hear you. But she would never, like, if we were in a convo, we'd be like, mom, the sky is blue and ducks are falling. She'd be like, wow. And she wouldn't understand what we were saying. She couldn't hear us. She would just nod so we wouldn't have to repeat ourselves because she felt embarrassed to say, I can't hear you. So when she got her hearing aid um, after her surgery, she was a little bit like, she was a little bit self-conscious. Like she'd be like, can you see it? And I'd be like, Anna looks beautiful on you. Like, you know, you rock that thing. You want me to add some glitter to it? Like, what do you want? How can I make you feel better? Let's put some sticker. Like, what can I do? And she would wear her hair down a lot too. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, that's what happened to me a lot. Like a lot. I, I, um, when I was 10 years old for the very first cochlear implant, it's literally, um, connected to my head. I had a wire going down to my back. I had, there's like a, like a, four by four box mm-hmm. but I have to worry about wow it obviously it was, I don't even know what year was that it was the 1998 maybe so okay the old technology back mm-hmm. then but yeah I would understand yeah she was and I remember like her my dad's computer room my parents have a bungalow so their computer room is close to the kitchen and she wouldn't be able to hear anything that, like, if she had the water running, she wouldn't be able to hear anything that's going on in the background. Okay. So when she would do the dishes, we walked into the, I'll never forget this. We walked into the, 
kitchen and I see my mom crying and she was doing the dishes and I remember looking at her face and she's a silent crier. So you got to see the tears roll down and then she'll do the sniffle. And I was like, mom, what's wrong? And she's like, is daddy shredding paper? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I can hear it. I can hear it. And we all just like teared up. Right. Right. So she started to see the good in it. Now she rocks it. Now she's like, oh, whatever. But exactly. She can hear. Like, it's amazing. Even when, you know, my son was born, because when she had her first surgery, my son wasn't born. I was only dating my husband. But after my son was born, she I remember her telling me being at my house and he was crying. And she said, you know, if this was before, I wouldn't be able to hear my grandson cry. No, I wouldn't be able to hear it be so far off in the distance. And sometimes we'd get upset with her. I'd be like, Mom, did you hear what I said? And she'd just look at me and be like, yeah, you said the the sky's blue. And I'd be like, no, I said this and this and this. We'd get so frustrated. I'd be like, Mom. (laughs) Or she'd be on the phone and she'd be like, we'd tell her something. She'd be like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not even talking. Like, (laughs) what are you saying? like me. (laughs) And then now that I see, like, I didn't. We don't understand, right? And I'm a very impatient person. Like when I'm talking to someone, if my husband's like, I don't understand what you're saying, I'll repeat it. And I gotten so used to it because of my mom. And now I think about it. If my mom didn't go through that, I probably would be that person who would be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, you know, I wouldn't be so not sensitive to it, but aware of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. And and that's bad, though, because, I, yeah. sh- you know, we shouldn't have to meet someone or go through it. We should just when we meet someone, we have to look at them. We look at their face and we say hi, we smile. And if we see that the person is either not responding or doesn't want to talk or whatever, some people are like, what the fuck is your problem? That girl's a bitch because of that. No, we can't do that. Right. We right. can't judge. We never know what someone else is going through. Exactly. Um, let me think. Is there anything else? Um, how about your husband? Was your husband, did he like, were you, when you started dating him, were you insecure? I know you were friends with him when you were 15 and then you started dating when you were 20, right? Yeah. Were you insecure? You see him right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he, he loved everything about me. He didn't care about my hearing loss. He's actually very, very helpful. Helpful. Um, you know, if there's something that, you know, if we're at a restaurant with a group of friends and they're talking, I'll be like, we're going to be talking about it. He'll repeat for me. So it was just kind of nice. That's amazing. Oh, um, I'm just really happy that he's not a fast talker. He's, other than, uh, he's a good talker. That's all I can say because there's some other people that I have hard time understanding them it's not their fault it's, mm-hmm. um, it's easier for me to understand people if they move around their mouth if I, okay if I, yeah. yeah okay I'm a fast talker like sometimes <laughs> when I'm telling someone a story I'll either repeat it five times because I forget I said it because I'm such a fast talker and well, even my son will be like mom slow down and then I'll get frustrated and be like you didn't hear me the first time and he's like mom slow down I'm like I need to slow it down because sometimes I talk so fast I think people people nod their heads at me and I'm like they didn't get a thing I just said did they and he, my husband's like no because you don't move your lips <laughs> and you when you do move your lips you're like <laughs> but do you do you ever feel like if you're in a loud crowd and someone's a fast uh 
sorry, loud crowd. Yeah, loud, loud, oh, a large crowd. Let's say I'm sitting at with you and there's 10 people at the table and I start talking and you don't understand what I say. Would you look at me and be like, hey, Courtney, I didn't understand what you just said. Um, so if it's someone new, um, if I just met that person and mm-hmm. that person's talking to me, I have no idea what they're saying. I'll just shake my hand and, and I smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> And then try to like walk away, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I have to go. Yeah, I oh. feel bad. My daughter's calling me. See ya. <laughs> well, if we ever talk, or when I see you again, because I will approach you and I'm talking to <laughs> fast, just like reach out your hand, smack my face, be like, hello, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Because the worst part for me when I'm going to the bar, going night- nightclubs, I cannot. Um, like, I, like the music is so loud, so mm-hmm. I can never really hear anybody. But luckily, I was able to read the lips. Oh, that's so, that is beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to learn um, when I was, because I used to work in a daycare as well. I was in ECA before the whole e- RECEs or DECEs came out, or EAs. DECE. That's what it is, DECEs. Before full day kindergarten was in effect, I worked at a daycare on on St. Clair and it was in a school. So when the daycare went full day kindergarten, we lost a lot of children. So they didn't need me no more. Okay. So I, they cut my hours and I was like, no, no, I need, I was getting married, wanted to buy a house. Like I'm like, I have to find another job. But just before I left, we had an instructor who was coming in to do sign language, but I ended up taking as one of my two week notices as a vacation week. Cause I still had vacation booked yep. in and I regret it. I should have taken the sign language right. because then I could teach my son and he could have communicated with other kids in his class. Right. Cause he has a kid in his class who's um, they don't, he can't speak and he's has hearing impairment. So he oh. uses only sign language and the teacher just started teaching them, but then freaking COVID happened because uh. we got a letter home saying they were going to start teaching them about it. And if I gave the permission, for him to learn and I was like hell yeah like you don't even have to ask permission and I wish they taught that in school I wish that was part of their curriculum I think so too um I actually did learn a little set uh, a little bit of sign language when I was in elementary school because I had an EA she tried to push me to do sign language but I I didn't really have an interest into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but I did join in to me a club to have other students in the school to join us to learn sign language. So we did sign language um our father. Oh beautiful. We did that in front of like I think it was me and it wasn't a lot of people. It was like um three other people. We did sign language in front of the whole school in the gym when we have the um the assembly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, she Vanessa, she's six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she learned to do sign language because she's so fascinating about it. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm gonna look into it because once COVID happened and they weren't going back after the March break, I was. It didn't hit me till we were doing the online learning, and his teacher had mentioned it. She's mm-hmm. like, "Well, here's a sheet with the letters of the alphabet," and I was like, "Oh man, I need to learn for myself." So I'm gonna start watching some YouTube videos because that way my son can communicate, right? Right, and understand someone and. 
I hope that if ever in his future he ever meets someone, a friend or his best friend, that he can communicate and accept. Because that's another thing. You know, the kid was, I go, Tyler, you don't play with so-and-so? And he was like, Mommy, he doesn't talk to me. And I'm like, baby, he can't. He doesn't have a voice. So I had to explain it to him. And I asked the teacher, you know, do you guys sit down and explain this to the kid? She's like, no, not really, because the child's not in the classroom for the full day. They're only out here in the morning. And then they'll join us for lunch and then drop off. Picked, and I'm like, no, no, but you guys should teach them about this. Exactly. How how old is your son? He's five. Yeah, they should teach him. Yeah, they should because yeah. we come across it in I our know. life. Wow. Okay. That's sad. They should have teach him because the kids are fascinating to learn about everything. They want to know everything. They obviously want to know about that child. Like, yeah. you know, what can we do to help that child? And exactly. It, in kindergarten, we always make sure that, you know, we help others. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm surprised. I, yeah, I was. Everybody's different. I guess. Exactly. Different. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Like if I was the teacher in that class. Yeah. It's like when a new kid comes into the class, you introduce the kid. This is his name. Where are you coming from? Let's get to know him. What's his favorite color, right? Right. And when learn the sign language for him. Yeah. Because the kid's sitting there and then my son's going, Mommy, I don't play with him because he doesn't talk to me. And I'm like, no, you don't wait for somebody to talk to you. But then I was like, wait, how is my son supposed to communicate with this kid? Right? Like, it hurt right. me. So I was like, let's do something about this. So when the teacher mentioned it, I was like, perfect, yes, yes. But then COVID happened. So I have the sheet, but I'm going to sit like August. I'm going to start doing some more just to get him back on track. I've taken a break for the July. But oh, I'm going to get him back on track. Like, let's start reading uh, books. Let's start. Is there any recommendations that you can give to me as a mom on teaching my child? Like um, like um, sign language books? Sign language, anything. Uh, I really don't know at the top of my head. Honestly, the best way to learn things is on TV. Yeah, that's true because he watches it, YouTube. It's all on TV. Um, kids are fast learning. If if you put um, I actually don't even know. That's a very good question. Now you make me run into his daughter. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I'm gonna go into YouTube because he learned. I remember um. What was it? He was trying to find out sounds to uh, letters when he was learning this in JK. And I would sit with him and be like, Tyler, can you pass me the f f fork? So I'd say it like that to him. And we'd sound out the vowels, letters, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was having a hard time with a phone. So he was like, mommy, phone is F. And I was like, no, it's not. So I put him on YouTube while I would cook dinner and be like, teach him about silent letters and sounding out words. And he learned within like a week. He was like, so I'm going to look into YouTube, like how to learn sign language uh, for children. So that way it can go at a slower pace. Because for us, you know, we take information differently. They're younger, right? So it has to go at a slower pace for them, I guess. Well, for him, at least when he I'm explaining something to him, if I'm like, Tyler, you're supposed to uh, dot your T's and and, um, dot your T's, Uh, line your T's and dot your I's. He'd be like, what'd you say? (laughs) I'm like, yeah. So, um, you know, it's like something so simple, like hi, thank you, please. Does, yes, like I- um, do you want like play? I know that when you just when you ask a question in sign language, it's backwards. Oh, yeah. So 
it's tricky, but I don't know if it's a little bit different for the kids, but mm-hmm. I would just keep it simple. Like, yeah, I would keep you it You want to play, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, when I worked in daycare, I remember when I had to go into the toddler room, sorry, the infant room. Was it t- infant or toddler? To um, relieve a teacher because some teacher called in sick. And I was in there for 40 minutes and I learned the sign language for all done. And I oh. was like, oh, amazing. Awesome. Uh, freaking amazing. I was like, okay, they teach it in daycare. Like these kids were going all done and they were doing the language. And I'm like, what are they saying? What are they doing? What does that mean? They're like, that means all done. And the yeah. teacher would do the language as she was saying it. And I was like, oh, they teach it in daycare. That's amazing. I don't, I don't. Starts everything at a young age. Like, oh, yeah. like for me, I never learned French. Uh-huh. So I, f- I feel like some, okay, if you want to teach French, that's fine. But teach sign language as well. <laughs> yes, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. I think it should be part of the, you know, when they're teaching about the human body, just touch base on some stuff and be like, hey, this is our, you know, some people have speech impairment. Some people have hearing impairment. Some people physically can't walk or some people are born with a hip problem, you know, like exactly. get them to know. And I know they do talk about it. I know they do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they could go a little bit deeper, especially if they have someone in the school or in the classroom. I think they should. In someone in the classroom, yes. Um, now I'm looking back. I actually don't have anybody with, you know, hearing pair. Mm-hmm. Actually, one child who was like a wheelchair, but I don't know. He was there for one year, then he went to another school, so I don't know anything about him. But yeah, but whether if there's a disability child in the school or not, mm-hmm. still teach them because, you know, right if that child sees another person at the grocery store or mm-hmm. at the park going for a walk, right? Exactly. My, my daughter, um, we were walking, she goes, Mommy, why is that guy wearing the mask? Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, kids ask a lot of questions. It could oh, be, yeah. and it could be like, Oh, why is that person? Look at that person singing on. You know, yeah. Playing, right? Well, you do that in school. Yeah. And I have a, uh, on my street, there's a guy who, who's, um, he's blind. So okay. he wears sunglasses and then he has the stick. Oh, right. And I see him every day, rain or shine. This guy's walking every day. Like the same time you and my husband go for a walk, he's either behind us or in front of us. And he walks about two times a day. My son has been seeing him ever since he was a baby. Like, ever since he was a baby, this guy's been around. So as he grew up, I remember recently, like, just the beginning of the summer, um, he was riding his bike, and the guy passed by, and he's seen this guy many times. I don't know if my son ever acknowledged it, mm-hmm. but he was staring at him, and I, re- I remember looking at my son's face, and I'm like, the question's going to come. Right. And he's looking at the guy with the stick, and the guy, I go, Tyler, let him pass, because we're riding so slow. I don't want, you know, I was like, let him pass because we're riding slow. He's like, okay. And I'm like, and then there was a lady with the dog. So the lady with the dog passed and then my son is staring at him. And then I'm like, okay, buddy, you ready? After he passed and he just was staring at him from behind. And I looked, I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, mommy, that guy's walking with the, what did he call it? A golf club. And I'm like, no, babe, that's not a golf club. Do you know why he's walking with that? And I, he goes, why? I'm like, he's seeing... He's picking up the vibrations as the stick hits the floor of what's around him, right? He can't see. And my son was like, why? Was he born without eyes? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if he lost when he was a baby. I don't know if an accident happened. I don't know, honey, I don't know. And he was like, oh, okay. So if I say hi, can he hear me? I'm like, well, we can try. So I'm like, let's try and catch up. And my son uh, 
so when my son was behind him, he, I guess he sensed it. So he stopped and moved aside. My son's like, hey. And he's like, hey, how are you? Beautiful day. But he was looking up at the sky. So his head was tilted up. And after he rode off, he was like, mom, I really wish that guy could see the sky that he was looking at. And my heart. And I was like, he gets it. He gets it. So I taught him a little bit. Like after I was telling him how our bodies are all different. Some people mm-hmm. will be good at soccer. Some people are good at basketball. Some people are good at volleyball. And some people can see. Some people can hear. Some people can talk. And some people can't. And, right. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. And I was like, how is this news to you? Why aren't they teaching you this in school? No. Oh. So I don't blame the teachers. I don't whatsoever because their curriculum is already crazy enough to keep up <laughs> with. Yeah. So, but I was like, oh, man, like. So as parents, you know, parents, if you're listening, you know, take a moment, teach your kids. Exactly. And the kids learn the, at a young age, they're fast learning. If you say one thing or two, they remember it for the rest Oh, of yeah. Time. And they'll stick to it. Oh. And and then when they grow up, they'll, you know, when he accepted and moved on and he wasn't like silly questions, which I was really shocked because, you know, boys are silly or girls are silly. But. He did not, I guess he saw the tone in my voice and the way I was just like, it's serious. It's not something we joke or make fun of. Like I told him, mommy wears glasses. I can see, but I can't see clearly. And he was like, oh, and I go, and some people just can't see at all. And I was like, you don't want people to make fun of mommy for wearing glasses, right? He goes, no, that's rude. We don't make fun of people for what they look like. And I'm like, exactly. You don't make fun of people whatsoever. Exactly. And if we just teach our little ones this, They'll grow up and this will keep being beautiful. We can just keep this world beautiful. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, Samantha, I was on your page. You sell, do you sell Monet, Monet, Monet? Sorry? What do, you, do you sell Monet or Monet shampoo? Oh, Monet. Oh, Sorry. Monet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that because I keep seeing it everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, is it like Avon? Like, what is this? I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, I just started this um, Monet um, Market Partner. Um, my girlfriend that I went to Durham College. Sit down. <laughs> um, so I met this girl um, at Durham College. Um, we were friends for so many years. We kind of drift away. And then when we were talking a little bit. And then she told me about Monate. So Monate basically is the hair product and skincare product. Okay. Um, the hair product, we um, had different, it's all different hair types. If you have like dry hair, oily, scalloped, or if you have like really thin in hair and you want, you know, more growth in your hair, we have shampoo for that. Oh, okay. Um, if you if your hair is fuzzy, you know, you know, you poofed out like uh, that's me. I'm a frizzy. <laughs> um, we have shampoo for that. My husband uh, calls me a lion's mane. He's like, your hair's a lion. Like, yeah. Fried ends and poofed. <laughs> right, that's like me too. Um, I just started it, so um, it's a great product. And we also have skincare products. Actually really helps with the wrinkles. Oh. 
um, with the I can, I can never really say this way, but if like pimples, okay, yeah, that really helped. Um, like if you have like redness on your face, rosacea um, and all that, like scarring, pimple scarring, yeah, amazing. Um, um, dark spot, dark circle. So we have those. Um, yeah, they're they're amazing. Um, people, I have this um. On Facebook, it's Monday. People have been posting their pictures, the before and after pictures of the products that they have been using. Um, great results. They're saying that they love it. Um, yeah, I really love it. I just started it at the end of June. Okay. And if I wanted to order from you, or if anybody wanted to order from you, could they? Yeah. So, um, so let's say... Well, if you want to order something from me, you can you can contact me. If you know somebody, then you can give them my name and I'll help them. You know okay. You okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you don't have a, a Facebook page or an Instagram page for it, do you? I do. It's actually called Natural Beauties with Sam. Natural Beauties with Sam. Yes. So uh, natural, N-A-T-U-R-A-L, and then beauty, B-A-U-T-Y-S? Um, T-I-E-S. Okay, T-I-E-S, and then W-I-T-H-S-A-M on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Perfect. It should be able to t- pop up. I never really had um, people outside of my um, friend for Facebook page. Okay. Um. Um, it, this is like totally new for me. I'm still learning all this. Yeah, of course, um, of course. Yeah, the only way I know it that I can really accept, they invite friends on my Facebook page if they want to accept my Facebook page okay. about Monet. Um, but I've never done outside my Facebook page. Okay, that sounds weird. Okay, how that works? <laughs> I don't know if anybody will go some people that I do podcast with and then I'll get messages later and they'll be like where do I find them and I'm like <laughs> go back on the podcast or sometimes they might not and they'll find you themselves yeah but um I was just because I keep seeing it and I'm like what is this thing and then I saw like some I think it was concealer and the girl's eye was literally changing in front of me and I was like where did her puffiness go where did oh, her okay don't just miss it so we had this flash sale going on mm-hmm. it's 32nd miracle it is amazing it's like botox on your face that's what i need yeah <laughs> i need it everywhere well you should have contact me you should have reached out to me because um, i was reading it else i'm watching it and i'm like what is going on did i have too much wine and i'm staring at the screen i'm like what is this i need it because i have allergies and i look like i have a black eye <laughs> Like, and I'm so pale skinned. So when people look at me, they're like, oh my goodness, what happened to your eye? And I'm like, it's allergies. I have a shiner 365 mm-hmm. days a year. I just have seasonal. Well, not really. I don't get it in the winter. Right. Um, okay. But in the, like this time of year. Oh my goodness. It's so yeah. horrible. I know. Is there anything else that you want to touch base on that we haven't spoken about? No, I think we're good. Okay. Like conversation. That was a really good conversation. Like, thank you for teaching me. Thank no you so much. And honestly, thank you for being such a positive person. Thank oh, you. 
and and your parents and your husband and your daughter because it's it's amazing yeah i i'm very 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 lucky to have yeah. that for sure very and blessed yes for sure yes you have amazing people well thank you for coming on samantha yeah thank you for having me and we'll keep in touch for sure thank for you sure. so much all right bye all right bye bye